Welcome to Women Leading the Way Radio Show, where each time you'll hear from successful women CEOs, executives, and professionals, where we'll discover how they do what they do to be successful in business. We'll be interviewing women who have overcome big challenges, women who have incredible stories of lessons learned in dealing with adversity. We'll even interview women who have started and grown successful organizations and women who are C-level executives with unique talents and positions. Our goal is to bring successful businesswomen together to share how they're leading the way in business today. Welcome to Women Lead Radio, brought to you by Connected Women of Influence. I'm Cheryl Guidry, your host of Health is Wealth, a show that delves into all things women's health with lively yet informative conversations with other health and wellness guests to share the scoop on the latest health care trends, giving you actionable tips that empower you to take an active role in your health. Today, my leading lady is Andrea Lady Felicia Dotson, who is a certified life coach, certified family counselor. Our topic today is living in the eye of the storm and dedicated to the one in six parents worldwide that are supporting a child with a mental disability, all while maintaining a sense of normalcy in their family and business life. Thanks for being my guest today, Andrea. Please share what you do and how this became one of your passions. Hello. Thank you so much for having me, a certified life coach, and I am a certified Christian counselor, women in leadership, and aspiring, those women that are aspiring to become leaders, to help um, the struggles within forgiveness and Andrea? Here. Okay. I'm not hearing you. Working just fine. Hello? Are you there? Yes. Uh We're here. (laughs) Okay. So share with our guests what you do and how this has become one of your passions. So what I do is I help women in leadership that are aspiring to become leaders, overcome the struggles within through forgiveness and self-love. I am love coach, mentor, and I am a Christian counselor as well. Uh, In the counseling, I help believers to walk with Christ well overcome those struggles through faith, uh, building up their faith and uh, walking into the purpose and the call that God has on their life. Uh, I, um, because of my own struggles that I've had in the past and for often, I don't know any other way but to live by faith (laughs) Um, because I've done it so throughout my life, and I really didn't realize I was 
just really on purpose living by faith until one of my best friends pointed it out. She often says to me, I got it from you. Either God's going to take care of it. (laughs) And so as God began to unfold that part of my life, that I am definitely a faith walker and I live by faith, then I encourage others not to just walk and live by faith, but also speak faith and learn what faith really is and how to uh, walk out that journey. Okay. My passion for mm-hmm. teaching and mentoring, thing I've mm-hmm. probably been doing all my life, just didn't mm-hmm. get paid for it until the last three years uh, since mm-hmm. I've been certified. Mm-hmm. So how do you... Uh, you know, how do you navigate your work and your ministry life, uh, you know, as you walk through the journey with your child being diagnosed with a mental health diagnosis? Can you share a little bit about that? Sure. So um, the other <laughs> uh, things I'm certified, I'm a certified, which is basically a parent coach to parents who have children with mental health diagnosis. And so because uh, I had to walk with him through that journey, it takes faith. It takes prayer. It takes, for me, it took having a strong relationship with God. Um, otherwise, I wouldn't be able to uh learning as I was and see that there's something else going on besides um, there's something else going on besides um, if you will. Mm-hmm. And what Saw kind of that, health, health diagnosis did you have to deal with? It was uh, ODD, oppositional defiance disorder. Um, okay. We in our community, in our culture, he was just being bad. No, more to it is <laughs> both mm-hmm. spiritual and natural. Um, mm-hmm. Deal with it on the natural side. Um, work-life balance. It took planning and it took some support and some help as well. Was, uh, learn how to reformulate my words. I couldn't just come out and say no anymore. I couldn't ask mm-hmm. the question why anymore. So I I had to learn some things about myself, and I had to learn some things about how I parented, not just him, but So what strategies have you found most effective in supporting your child's mental health journey? Um, being a listener, mm-hmm. b- bring being a prayer warrior, of course, uh, being someone who, someone who has an open door policy that no matter what's going on, personally, as my child, you can door for you to be able to share it, whether it be uh, I got myself into this situation and I don't know how to get out or 
I, I smoke some stuff, Mom, <laughs> and it's messing with me. Just mm-hmm. being open, having that open door policy, and then um, as I raise them, okay, able to formulate a relationship with them. Mm-hmm. Possible. Sometimes mm-hmm. it, sometimes it didn't. <laughs> mhm, mhm, yeah, I can imagine um when there's uh, a mental health uh issue with a child uh it can be a tedious thing uh just from seeing some of the uh patients that I have that have children with disabilities um, How do you strike the, you know like a balance between addressing your child's needs? and then maintaining a sense of normalcy in your family and work life. I know that there is a balance of normalcy for me. Mm-hmm. For me, was, mm-hmm. creating a new normal Okay, may have been normal for one family. It wasn't normal for my family. And what mm-hmm. may have been normal for me growing up in my family with my mother and my siblings, it wasn't normal. Oh, being able to be flexible and pliable and adjustable, whatever the day-to-day needs were in my mm-hmm. household. And even if it was to the point where I had to say, door, I'm locking it. Minute. Mm-hmm. You, mm-hmm. You're fed. You need out here here to be with me, to take some me time. So that self care is absolutely vital process of walking through the journey of having a child with a mental health diagnosis. Mm-hmm. Period. But especially mm-hmm. when you need or things change from day to day in your mm-hmm. household, regardless mm-hmm. of the diagnosis. So mm-hmm. I would definitely say self-care uh, for sure, and making sure you're loving on yourself uh, mm-hmm. and giving yourself the attention that you need, that self-love. Because mm-hmm. if you don't, then you can fold like a wet napkin. <laughs> but okay. if you're taking care of you, one else sees that you need taking care of. Or speaking up and say, hey, you know what? I'm not okay today. Mm-hmm. You know, I, mm-hmm. A friend or a support system that you can call on and just vent. Yeah. Just let them know, hey, I don't want no advice. You know, having that support system is very important as well. Yeah, I, I can see that that would be a, a problem if you don't have that support system because uh, not everybody has family, you know, with family living in different states and all, you know, and uh, we have grandparents that are not like the grandparents back in the day where they are all at home now. You have grandparents that are still working or grandparents that are traveling and moving around the country. Um, So that could be a difficult thing. And building a community of friends, um, is something that is very important. We always say it takes a village, and it really does, to um, help with the family or just help, you know, in this situation, too, with a child that has a disability. 
to get you through uh, in those tough times. I want to take a break right now and um, do a commercial for one of our sponsors. So now we're going to take a quick moment just to recognize one of our sponsors and partners. Women Lead Radio is brought to you today by Connected Women of Influence and our partner, Microsoft. The Microsoft mission is to empower every person and organization on the planet to achieve more. Microsoft believes technology is a powerful force for good and are working to foster a sustainable future where everyone has access to the benefits and opportunities created by technology. Microsoft believes technology can and should be a powerful force for good and that meaningful innovation can and will contribute to a brighter world in big and small ways. Thank you for your support, Microsoft, and to all our sponsors and partners. Now back to our discussion on supporting children with mental health. Uh, Would you share with your listeners, uh, Andrea, what community resources or support networks that you found particularly valuable in your journey? So for me, the supports was the local mental health authority. Um, They have programs here in Texas work at the local mental health authority when my son Mm -hmm. was diagnosed uh, and being treated. So that was a plus. And Mm -hmm. so the mental health authority in your area, you can just Google them. They have services and programs. Physician as well, Mm -hmm. your PCP, Mm -hmm. good resource for uh, services that can help you. And then community support groups. If your local mm-hmm. mental health authority doesn't have support groups, just Facebook or online and find mm-hmm. different support groups you can vet to see how they handle, make sure they're not stigmatizing um, uh-huh. that have mental health diagnosis, whether it's children or adults. Um, they're sharing Mm -hmm. and um, just friends that I Mm -hmm. felt like I could trust me up uh, in my parenting and in raising my children um, Mm -hmm. like every other household. And sometimes I was up at the school all the time, and sometimes I had to call or a family member to say, hey, I'm out in Buda. Uh-huh. <laughs> Your pseudo-nephew needs to be picked up from school because he's having a rough day. Can you go oh, okay. up there and pick him up for me? <laughs> uh-huh. Okay. So. Well, that helps a lot. Like we were saying, having that backup um, to help pull you through uh, when you have those times like that when you're working. Now, do you work from home or do you work out in the community? I work from home. I do work for a local authority that's several from where I reside. 
because I'm virtual, mm-hmm. well, mm-hmm. I get to serve families in that capacity, you know, parents who have busy schedules and can't go into the office for another appointment um, because mm-hmm. I don't know and understand that when you have a child with a, with a mental health diagnosis, um, appointments that you have to go to, that you have to take them to. Mm-hmm. So make sure that available, uh, and if you're not, then now because of COVID, <laughs> um, mm-hmm. more testing to be done over Teams or Zoom. Okay. Yeah, and there's a lot of people still working remotely now, so that's very. I even know, you know, I've some of my clients that are um, psychologists or work with mental health, they're all uh, remote now. So I think that's a new trend for mental health um, that's good for them and also good for clients. They can go to the car and talk to their mental health professional on their lunch break, you know, um, remotely online, you know, or if they're at home, they can get on the computer on their break and uh, reach out to the, and have the appointments uh, online. So that's a good thing, more access. I'm all about all more access to uh, care, whether it's mental or physical. So you are, um, you help families that have this problem with their children. How do you assist your clients and um, share what, you know, how you support them when they have children with disabilities? Um, when in serving parents who have children with mental health diagnosis, first let me mm-hmm. make a distinction. Um, if I have a family partner, I help those parents who have children with a mental health diagnosis. Don't have um, so what they call intellectual disability. Okay. Oh. Existing diagnosis, mental health, and IDD. But most of the parents that I work with have children who have only only the mental health diagnosis, and mm-hmm. so in supporting them, do is that I will will get on a meeting and talk about self. I make sure that we talk about self care, whether or not. It doesn't have to be, it doesn't have to cost money. It can be 10 minutes to be into music mm-hmm. in your room by yourself. But mm-hmm. making sure that they're taking care of their mental health while they're walking through the journey with mm-hmm. their child of diagnosis. Mm-hmm. Addressing any challenges they may be having being a parent, whether they're a new parent walking through this journey, that child just got a diagnosis, mm-hmm. has had this diagnosis for years, but mm-hmm. now the child is in a stage of teenager, a ch- seven to eight before, and now it's a totally different ballgame. So supporting right. them and brainstorming and making sure that they can address the challenges 
something different and new, a new way of parenting. Mm-hmm. Uh, sometimes you, you'll find that uh, parents, their children, the communication is broken down between them. Um, child may be yelling and the parent is yelling. And so we want to eliminate that because that takes things to a higher level. So giving mm-hmm. them the tools and skills that they may need or finding resources for them or pointing mm-hmm. them in that direction of resources, whether it's uh, parenting tools or they need help with the light bill this month. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Direction of a resource. Okay. So how do you um, – how do people who are needing your services contact you? Um, and for coaching and mentorship, reach out to me via my website, com, and mental health side, um, leave me a message on my website or send me an email, and we can talk and see how I can best serve you. But mostly on the mental health side, uh, are brought to me center that I work for. Mm-hmm. Work with parents on the counseling, Christian counseling side. Um, make sure that we're and foundation in the Word of God and how how what does God say about it? How does He want you to handle it? And Okay, so basically, just um, reaching out to you online, and do you do any kind of assessment? Like, you have any assessment that you do first, or um, is it? Can anyone work with you? Do is uh, what I call a complimentary discovery call and discovery and assessment call. Whether you need interested it more in the coaching and mentorship or the main side. And if mm-hmm. it is a matter of mental health, because I do have a uh, client that I'm working with right now, um, both the natural and the spiritual. So if it's a thing, then yes. Um, mm-hmm. But yeah, we would definitely assess whether or not it's part of which service is best suited. We're a fit because sometimes we're not a fit. Okay. That was the next question I was going to ask you. You know, sometimes uh, do you find that the mental health um, challenge is something that's uh, beyond your services, and where do you send them at that point? Sometimes it is beyond expertise. And so mm-hmm. what I do is I would refer that person to their local mental health authority and have them and get an assessment since the day I came into particular in the certified family position that we all need our mental health twice in our life when we're 18 mm-hmm. and then at the point of tragedy in our trauma. 
in our mm-hmm. life. And so if it's before you turn 18, then yes. Uh, if it is uh, after you turn 18, then at 18 in whatever age or stage that trauma or that trouble takes place, then mm-hmm. it's important that we get assessed just to see where you are. Mm-hmm. A lot of us don't even understand or know that we're <laughs> we're um, going through some type of mental health break, mental health challenge, and we just, of course, go on about our life. <laughs> Mhm. Mhm. Nothing. Okay. But so, what, what's the youngest age that you work with? Uh, the youngest age I will work with uh, at this time is twenty-five. Oh, okay. So not that's the youngest that you work with. Okay. Yes. So these uh, are. I don't work. Uh huh. So these are not young children. These are adult children. So I work with their parents. So if you uh-huh. have a child it, on uh-huh. the mental health side, if you right. have a child, uh, uh-huh. no matter the age, um, okay. who has okay. a mental so, health diagnosis, then okay. parenting. Okay, so you work with all of them. With the parent, you work with the parents uh, with any age, child under eighteen. Correct. Okay. Okay. All right. I got it now. Well, do you have anything that's going on right now that you need to promote or you'd like to promote to our listeners? So I am uh, doing a faith boot camp on February the 3rd. Or it's going to be four Saturdays in February, every Saturday in February at 10 a.m. Central Standard Time. Um, they can go to my website up or they can send me an email or a message on the website and I will send them the link to sign up. Okay. Well, I surely thank you for um, all your input today. As we said, mental health is a big uh, thing right now. Um, That's why I've had a couple of shows to deal with this issue because we're seeing a lot more of it uh, from the youngest children to the young adults. So, uh, I applaud you for what you do. So thank you for being on our show today. Mm-hmm. And Amy. special thanks to uh, all our listeners, both in the U.S. and internationally, as we are an international show. After our show today, you can listen to Women Lead Radio anywhere you listen to your favorite podcast, specifically Apple, iTunes, Spotify, and Google Podcasts, to name a few. We are expanding quickly to a daily radio show and podcast. So for now, we'll be back for another live Women Lead radio show on Mondays at 9 a.m. Pacific Time and Fridays at 2 p.m. Pacific Time. It has been my sincere pleasure to be your host today. Remember, your greatest wealth is your health. Thank you for listening and have a great day. Women Leading the Way is produced by Connected Women of Influence, the premier private membership organization where like-focused, business-to-business executive and professional women connect, collaborate, and cultivate a vast network of high-level affiliations, resources, and professional relationships. 
For more information about Connected Women of Influence, please visit our website at connectedwomenofinfluence.com.